are live and we are back. Let's go. I'm Corey. I'm Jordan. And this is the Corden and Full Effect Podcast and we are back. Like we never left. We are back like we never left. Episode 36. 36 like, do you know I'm going to say? Who? Jerome Bettis, the bus. Okay. Yeah, Ble- yeah, yeah. Bleach like Report has a... Uh, a thing they did best best jersey numbers i don't know when we started this i think we started around like 24 for kobe but obviously for those of y'all know we get into the point where the number you know 20s is where the numbers is at right and the teens eh, look i don't know how many more people i'm gonna have to find something else to do because <laughs> i started looking at their list i was like i don't know who any of these people you know when they get to hockey and baseball yeah i'm like no, nah, I don't care. I, mean, I don't care. Once we get up in them, you know, the high. Once we get past like, forty two, which is Jackie Robinson, it's a crapshoot. Yeah, we just rolling the dice. I said I'm have to figure something else out. <laughs> I mean, because you know, Wayne Gretzky wore number ninety nine. Yes, I do have a, I do have a, a Black Hawk set. Yeah, yeah, so that's that. All right, y'all know how we do. Even number episode, even number episode means no corrections and or errors and or feedback and or anything else that we should be talking about before. but what it does mean is that you're supposed to like the video if you're on youtube you're supposed to rate it on all the podcast platforms that's what it means but subscribe on youtube as well that's what it means yes okay and like share subscribe yeah. comment yeah. all that see and if y'all been on youtube y'all I'm like man if i can see like shorter bits of information well cory been posting on youtube every day yeah. <laughs> okay yes. so some of some, some, uh, so some, hey. some some of y'all don't want to listen to the whole hour if you just want to listen to jordan or myself we on there oh we on there oh okay don't, don't hey Y'all know how we how I feel. How we Jordan will be doing it. I don't even Jordan say you never press this button. It's in, a, the, it's in the top. It's, it's a, on the it's, other side. Yeah. Stupid. Those are the two buttons closest to me. Jordan don't got no buttons close to him. One of them don't work. It takes us to another screen. And the other one's the intro. Oh yeah, we gotta get rid of that. We don't need it no more. Regardless, uh, I thought we changed it. I don't know if we changed the label. Nope. That was the whole intro, and it's about to slowly fade back it's out. A, <laughs> Soundboard updates on the way. I mean, we got another key. Hey. All right. But, um, yep, y'all know how we do. For our first-time listeners, we talk about health and well, financing, fitness, and everything in between. You want to make sure you save more and say less? And keep making better your best. Yes, yes. Also, podcast disclaimer. Yes. Okay, a disclaimer. I be, we got we to get this recorded. Look at that. You leave it up to me. We're going to be out here. That's all episodes. All right. Disclaimer. We're supposed to do this like at the very beginning. Right. Although the podcast hosts have experience and knowledge in the podcast subjects, we make no guarantees for complete accuracy of our information. While we work to keep the information accurate, listeners should be aware that there may be errors in the information provided. All podcast hosts and guests' opinions are their own and do not constitute financial, physical, or health advice in any way whatsoever. Nothing published by Cordon and Full Effect constitutes an official recommendation, nor should be relied on for any investment or fitness activities. It, it is strongly recommended that you perform your own independent research or speak with a professional before any financial or health decisions. Yes, now you've been disclaimed. Let's you've get been it. Dis- you have been cl- you have been claimed. Do that. <laughs> it's like no, you have been disclaimered. All right. Anything else? I think. Do you have it. any feedback? I didn't ask you your feedback last no, time. We're good. We're good. No feedback. All right. Boom. On to the fitness section. Let's go. Somebody died, right? Boma died a while back. Somebody else died too. Wait, what? One of the uh, Dragon Ball Z people. 
What episode you talking about? I'm talking about the voice actors in real life. The oh, actual important Frieza. people. Frieza. Frieza died. Chris, okay. Uh, Ayers? Ayers? Okay, yeah. so you worry about a character. I'm talking about an actual human. Hey, I was like, what? <laughs> you about to be a, hey, yeah, about to be a son of somebody they can bring back with the dragon hey. ball. I'm talking about a real the life human being. voice actor. Yes. Right, yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes. Out of all people, Frieza. Yeah. Look, bro. Broly is people wild. Yeah. He, he didn't say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah Frieza, the ultimate. We talk about a lot of yeah. See, whenever they talk about characters and stuff, it always it don't ever be anime. It just be DC and Marvel. Top tier, my top tier evil person is Joker, but if Frieza is second. Yeah, because he's consistent. He is consistent. <laughs> he's consistently evil. He is consistent. It don't even matter the situation. Bro, go find what works for him, and he still don't mess with Goku. <laughs> Frieza died and showed up the next episode alive as a robot. He did. Goku killed him, then he, he showed up in trunks. Had to ask him all again. He did. <laughs> <laughs> After he blew up the planet, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. And you, like, and you want to talk about an abusive father? King Cold is mean. Hey. You don't even see Cooler. Cooler don't even be there. Hey. And Cooler the bad one. Cooler, Cooler special move is called Supernova. The, yeah. A supernova is when a star explodes. Yeah. And Cooler got two forms. We got the we got the metal one, but Cooler only transformed one time. Then you got chilled. You, you chilled. Oh, chill. Is, yeah. is that, that's the that's the middle one. I forgot the yeah. I forgot the relation. Yeah, they were in the bag. Yeah, yeah. I must say because there, there was another one. Yeah, and I think they were just using. He that. was just like stuck in the first form though. He never transformed. So if I remember correctly, he is for his. It looked like it looked like coolers. Uh, no, nah, he looked yeah. like uh. You know how Frieza was when he was floating around in a little pod on name. Mm-hmm. He looked like that. Uh, permanently. Other, other small he was one. like yeah. He was a different uh, color. Oh okay. Uh, he was like more like bluish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was he from their universe? Or that wasn't when they started mixing the universe. See, I thought he was from their okay. universe. He's one of the movie characters. Though, oh, so he he's might a not movie even be canon. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how Cooler is too. He's mainly a movie person. But yeah, Cooler's special movie named Supernova. He don't play, but he don't show up because he's too cool. For... <laughs> All right. Enough tangent energy. Gave y'all six minutes. Like we said, we're gonna keep these. An hour because we said he's gonna yeah, do that. Because I was we, definitely about to go on that a whole deep. Drive. I was about to ask another question that would probably start a whole other conversation. Oh, go ahead. Like, I don't care. Okay, so, <laughs> so, so the, their their mom, right? Jesus did Christ! You, so did you know that? Well, this Jamal is what Frieza? I yeah. Uh, I never seen. I thought their mom was a Kai. I figured out. Well, that's what I thought, and this could be. See, the problem is I watch too much stuff, and I can't remember what's real and what's fan made. You know what I'm saying? Did you see this on a show like on Funimation? See, that's the thing. Man, YouTube have you dragging Super Saiyan nine and ten. Yeah, and they found Super Saiyan ten does does exist though. See, like that's Super Saiyan ten is the gold eight. How was that a thing? When did they decide that? What the the gold eight was? I don't know. I knew when I was younger. Look, (laughs) now we going to my vault. That was not Super Saiyan ten. That's the uh, when the uh, ape goes Super Saiyan. They said that's Super Saiyan ten. How was that? The ape goes. Remember, they're not supposed to lose their tail. GT is the the ape goes golden and GT. That was after four. Because remember, they had to turn into the ape to turn back into the. I thought when they go four, they just turn. They just get their tail back. Yeah, but when they get the tail back, they turn into the ape and then they turn. See, this is from four to five. No, from three to four. So not from three to four, but when they get four is an ape. So. So four, four is more of a chimp. So to become eight. four, the first time they have to experience the eight form, and then what happens is once they get the eight form under control. Oh, I remember Vegeta did that. Yeah, 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 they turn yeah, into yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Then they get the the one where they can. Then they get to skip the form, the eight, right, and they go straight Three, into Super Saiyan four. Four, right, which yeah. is regular black hair, and they got the red yeah. get up and stuff. Yeah, then you yeah. tell them after that is the golden ape. Well, the, who who was the golden ape? Uh, Nappa. I thought no, not Nappa. No, baby Vegeta. Baby Vegeta. Yeah, yeah. when he transformed. The first time he turned into a golden ape, turned to a golden ape. Yeah, people just be lying on the internet. Look, speaking, speaking of, it's over nine 
Shout out to my black kid. Where is he at? <laughs> you talking about? Before, we need a we need a before yeah. and after. Where is he? Because he he needs some money. I wonder if he ever mastered his transformation. <laughs> I he know might like, be I know out here doing not to talk about Dragon Ball for eight minutes. Look, man, he might I, be out here doing stuff. He could be. You know, he he might attract. Like, like yeah. actually, I might not need to see him because he yeah. might. You know, he, he, he might, might be out on. He, on. Yeah. He might counterpunch me into oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Back on track. Jordan and I are nerds for those of y'all who don't know. Hey. Well, I, mean, I couldn't tell from that conversation. Come on now. Well, we have degrees. Let's be clear. Y'all not real nerds because I'm an OG nerd. If you cannot show me the Pokemon from Game Boy Day when it, the, it was dying, not SP, I need to see back Game Boy yeah. Advance of Color. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. If you still don't got your Nintendo 64 PlayStation, I don't want to. Let's see. Because we, I, I, I still got my NBA Street PlayStation 2 card. I still got my character. I'm going to be out. very clear. I, Pokemon Ar- Arceus, is, I, I think that's how you Where's say it. Where's your thing at? It's Just here. came out. Hey, Jordan's right, and, right here. Yeah, like, real talk. Blue, yeah. So. <laughs> it's full of cards. Like, and I got the whole first generation. Right? I'm talking about, like, yeah. I got, Jordan I, is in his grown office with all his alpha <laughs> stuff. It's at the top shelf. It is. <laughs> Within arm's reach. Like, I, I, yes, I got a first edition holographic Charizard card. Don't play. In the plastic. Stop playing with me. Like, yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, my, right. my N64 connection, I looked up some of them games, like, one of my mans, he has almost every single Nintendo 64 game, and he refurbishes them and gets the new thing and all that type of stuff. Then he talked yeah. content me said he talked about selling them. I said, what? Listen. All of that work? Yeah, keep that as a shrine. Hey. Okay. Let's not do this. All right. <laughs> Even though I said I don't care. Into the do you have more? Say again. I'm going to let you get your No, no, no. Ass. We good. We good. We good. Because, listen, maybe we'll do an episode where we just go on a whole nerd binge. Because, listen. Y'all want to hear us talk about nerd stuff. Okay. All right. First... Fitness question. Am I doing the sports drinks one? Yeah. That's okay. Well, that's the question, guys. <laughs> All right. First fitness question. What sports drinks should you drink? And are they, some of them, if not all of them, or if none of them, good for you? Okay. Good question, Corey. All of them, some of them, none of them. Are, uh, they, you know, are they good for you if you drink them? So I think, okay. I, I, I was all over the place with my response. I t- you know, for those who don't know, I take bullet points when I'm answering <laughs> these questions. So I can make sure I kind of get my, my thoughts gathered. Sports drinks, I'm gonna give you the the data, and I'm also give you my opinion. Right, sports drinks are good for good. Let me see. Sports drinks can be consumed and be healthy for you. One, if you drink the right one, and two, if they're consumed under the right conditions. Okay, that is my immediate answer for those who don't want to listen to everything. You need to be consumed under the right conditions. Okay, the problem is ninety percent of y'all don't meet those conditions. Okay, um. Sports drinks are made, so I'm, I'm going to go through those conditions, right? Sports drinks are made for, um, well, two main bullet points, right, for, for the conditions. Uh, one being intense workout for over an hour, okay? Intense workout or exercise for over an hour. Um, we, <laughs> let's get back into our statistics. 75% of y'all are obese, so you're probably not doing anything. For those who are working out, you, you need that 30 minutes a day, five days a week for a total of 150 minutes mm-hmm. to actually be considered active and making an impact uh, for your caloric deficit and be healthy, right? Yep, and over an hour, so sex don't count here. Look, it, <laughs> <laughs> when are we gonna Ooh, get off of that topic? Not, I don't know. It's gonna be a forever thing because y'all be lying, anyways. Um, <laughs> sex is, is a, it's a fitness exercise. So you, if you know me, I'm a I'm a milk it. Look, <laughs> if you know me, I'm 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 a beat it to the ground. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of y'all don't fall into that category. Needless to say. Um, so for that reason alone, you should not be 
using sports drinks, especially sports drinks you all be drinking. But we'll get into that later. But you you shouldn't be using sports drinks. Um, again, made for exercise or workouts, intense workouts for over an hour. Okay, an hour, sixty minutes. I'm talking sixty minutes of high high. When I say intensity, high intensity exercise. Okay. If you if you think about and and we'll talk about the marketing. Let's just get into that real quick. Let's talk about the marketing for sports drinks, right? Most people you see using sports drinks. Sports drinks are who, Corey? I mean, professional athletes. Yes, professional okay. athletes. And I know we covered this before. Professional athletes they literally get paid to perform, right? Paid to you know there's a, there's a certain expectancy or level of performance when you you know when you're you're professional athletes. You are literally getting paid to be at an exceptional level of athletic ability at a specific sport, right? Um, that's not always what we get, but, hey, you know, yeah. the ones on the commercial, it is. All right, right. the ones on the commercial. Because usually they're not even just the professional athletes. They're the usually the top yeah, professional the top athletes. Yeah, MVPs. You know? yes. I'm a quick disclaimer so we don't get counterpunched. Gatorade was invented at the University of Florida, which yes. is obviously college. But people go to Florida usually going pro. Okay, it's one of the top schools. So I just yes. want to make sure that we do we do know that. That's what Gatorade said on a commercial. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what that's what they that's what they said. Hey. So somebody lying if it's not true. Hey man. Throw that nugget in there. And yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, so we're definitely gonna get to Gatorade. Yeah. Um yeah, so advertised by the, the top usually professional athletes um of the time. So, you know, you got your 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 Williams sisters, you got your 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 I don't know if Steph did a, a Gatorade commercial, but probably at some point in time. I mean, I, let me put it this way. I mean, MJ, you know what I mean? I'm sure he'd been on a, on a Gatorade commercial. Like, I, I mean, your goats, right? Your yeah. goats, your high level, your high, not even just the professional athletes, but your high level professional athletes, right? Mm-hmm. Usually advertising the sports drinks. You, that, that is, I know it's not advertised in the marketing, but that is the assumed level of, mm-hmm. I, it, I don't want to say assumed, but that, that, <laughs> that should be the assumed level of, of, of exertion of exercise when, when consuming a sports drink, right? Like, okay, so I know that's not the, necessarily target audience because if that's the case then they would only be giving it to professional athletes right but saying all that to say you, you need to exert a large amount or burn a, or exert a large amount of energy and consume a large amount of calories in an hour-long period mm-hmm. okay of exercise right it's made for extreme uh to counteract extreme dehydration that was the original purpose of sports drinks right think about it when you, you got mj in his in his his game six and he was talking about how he wasn't feeling good and he uh, had game. yeah he had flu game he had some gatorade right gatorade was was, was re- replenishing his electrolytes to keep him going you know throughout the throughout the game and they were able to pull out the dub right extreme conditions right playing at the michael jordan level of basketball for what 48 minutes is that, is yeah. That right? yeah 48 minutes so you know what i'm saying again not an hour but you <laughs> have y'all not balling like mj like half like yeah i mean <laughs> you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all not putting in that level of effort. So let's start there. That's the first condition. Second condition, experiencing high level of perspiration. All right. So again, we got to get back to the, the bottom. Um, what is the main purpose of a sports drink, right? It is to rehydrate you and allow for uh, water retention, right? So if you look at every sports drink, there's always an ingredient that has to be. I mean, there's several ingredients that should be included. But one of the ingredients that has to be included, I think, for it to be, you know, considered a beneficial sports drink is sodium, sodium, salt. Right. Sodium is what keeps your body um, from losing egregious amounts of water when you're working out. Right. So when you start cramping, when you're uh, experiencing dehydration or, you know, you're working out and you start cramping or um, other things that happen during dehydration. Yeah. Getting lightheaded is because you're expelling an enormous amount of sweat throughout that process. Right. Mm. So what does that mean? Your sodium levels are low, right? You can you can drink a lot of water, but if your body isn't retaining it, 
it, it doesn't help you while you're, you know, while you're exercising. So that's why that second condition is important. Experiencing high levels of perspiration. If you're not sweating, even if you are performing at a high level, and you're not sweating um, while doing the workout. Again, you probably you can drink water, right? You probably don't necessarily need a sports drink, right? You should be hydrating because it's possible. You you're, you're, you know you're going to perspire, right? You're going to sweat. For people who don't know what perspiration is, gotta make sure I connect the dots. <laughs> people who don't know what perspiration is, sweating. You're going to sweat if you're performing at a high level of exercise. But if you're not, you know, having an, an extreme amount of perspiration throughout that hour long workout, then again, you probably should opt for water and not necessarily a sports drink. Sports drinks are a band-aid to what is assumed as a gunshot during exercise if that mm. makes sense right it's a quick fix in a situation where you have uh, a, a small amount of time to get somebody back up into fighting shape or or the level pl- trying to recover the level of performance they were playing at before they start experiencing dehydration symptoms okay mm. so for those who don't know that is the the purpose of a sports drink a lot of y'all don't use it in that that manner, and that is where the disconnect comes in of how sports drinks are consumed today versus how they should be properly used. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got again. I'm trying to putting all this information out there for you guys to be able to connect the dots. You don't need a sports drink if you're just going to play. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> you're going to jump rope for 20 minutes outside. Yeah, or you just going to the park. Now you going to the park, which you know, with your five, and y'all about to run five games of basketball, and it's it's hot outside. It's the middle, you know, July. Sports drink, right? You, but even then, then we get into the side of what type of sports drinks you should be drinking, okay? I guarantee you, I'm, I'm going to name the top three that I was able to research and find. Um, I guarantee you, y'all probably don't know any of these. If you do know one of them, you probably don't drink it, okay? It's the first one. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only, only Exactly. And I actually I actually do drink that one. So and it's, it's good to me. But, you know, everybody's taste is different. It, it, let me put it this way. It does what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. All right. But it's not the ones that are famous. So let's get into those. Uh, you're you're again, our disclaimer. Make sure I mention our disclaimer, our disclaimer. All right. We ain't coming at y'all. I'm just letting y'all know that this is what the, the science says. Right. You remember we ever all these drinks are FDA supposed to be FDA approved, which means they have the little white square on the back that you can read the ingredients. And based off of their ingredients, there are certain drinks that have healthier options than the others. Right. Um, so starting with Gatorade. Right. Gatorade is the go to sports drink. If you have played any sport in your life, you've had a Gatorade. OK. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, again, it is the, the premier sports drink. It's the one that is always advertised, you know, up front, um, it's been around forever. Like Corey said, it was, uh, made at, uh, it's a, it's University, University of Florida. Florida. Thank yeah. you. It's made at University of Florida. It's been around for a minute. It's got a million flavors. There's a million different types of, of Gatorade, Gatorade formulas. Yeah. G1, G2, G3, zero. Yeah. It's a lot. Right. But saying all that to say the general underlying formula of Gatorade is more or less the same, right? Gatorade is not healthy for you guys. Uh, Gatorade has a ton of sugar, a lot of artificial dyes. Um, If you look at the sugar, so sugar converts to carbs for people who don't know. Um, Carbohydrates are necessary for energy, but it's, (laughs) they're healthier means of delivering carbohydrates to your body. Um, So that being said, it's not, it's, it's, it's sugar, sugar. Like it's not like a, a artificial sweetener. It's not a, um, you know, cause you have your, your stevias, you, you know, there are healthier options again for delivering sweeteners to a drink. It is old fashioned cane sugar. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that, that, that is probably, uh, the worst form of carbs that you can put into a, a sports drink. Right. Um, so yeah, that, that's not good for you. Those artificial dyes are, again, they're, 
it's um, it's man-made color um it's just (laughs) just to make the drink a specific color not advised that your body should be consuming those because those are chemicals um yeah they they so uh again another side um a side note that i should mention side note (laughs) with my Mm -hmm. guy sideline Corey. side note i should be mentioned (laughs) for uh for sports drinks in general they deliver electrolytes um we did not cover that but electrolytes are well no we actually did cover this in the previous episode yeah you need electrolytes actually because they retain the water right what are the chances (laughs) look at old me belling out future me stupid hey man electrolytes So your uh, potassium, your magnesium, your uh, calcium, and your sodium, right? Those are your electrolytes. The purpose of electrolytes are, Corey? To retain the water. To retain the water. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, oh, I know. No. Hey, I, hold on. Just, hey. I've already said this before. I said it on this episode. Yeah. Just to retain the water. Just making sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, no. Nah, I'm you, not a scientist. Right. I didn't we, see biology is not my strong suit. Hey. So. We stem, but we ain't that side of stem. Yeah, right. <laughs> People don't know. STEM got layers. We ain't yeah, on that layer. We're the T, we're the T part. Yeah. We're the, we not the S part. We're the T and the M. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, yeah, so electrolytes are essential, again, for a, a solid sports drink. Uh, you want to make sure you have, if they don't have the potassium, the magnesium, or the calcium, you will at least need the sodium. At least, again, we talk about sodium. Sodium is the leading uh, electrolyte or leading mineral that forms electrolytes for water retention. So, you again, if it's a sports drink and you're looking at the back and you're trying to determine, hmm, is this one good for me? It needs some sodium. Okay, has to have some sodium. Um, but that being said, yeah, Gatorade, it more or less uh, dyed sugar water. You don't, you don't need it. It, it tastes amazing. I, I know I said I might have oversimplified it, you know. Shout out to our disclaimer. Hey, for real, please don't come for us. Look uh, at it. Said dyed sugar water. It's dyed sugar water. Because uh, I mean, I mean, and we've talked about dyed. Isn't that before. what Kool Aid is? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> Jordan said we out here drinking Kool Aid on the sideline. Hey. <laughs> you saying might as well hey, be Kool Aid with a with a small benefit, like you know, because I mean? it does have its sodium in there, but it's like all the other stuff. All the other stuff outweighs the. Rit- the the you know what I mean the water retention aspect is it really doing what it needs to do I don't like, I don't want to date myself but you know you've been out there running outside you hey. coming in you didn't want some cool. you did <laughs> for hey. all my black people y'all know hey. what what was that Ned declassified that uh one Nickelodeon show and what? he was like they had gave him some Kool Aid as a white guy and a black kid yeah and the black kid got his and he like pulled out some a whole bunch About, of sugar yeah. and dumped it in there. and dumped it yeah yep. <laughs> Uh, oh, what was that? Uh, cookie. That cookie. It was a black. It was, it was a black dude. It was a boy. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. I don't. Anyways, we don't know I do, the, that's I, a character on the show. For people who don't know. Anyway, I do recall though. Yes, I mean, Kool Aid was a go, was a go to hey, dehydration drink. I'm not was. gonna. I'm not gonna. It lie. tastes good when you drinking it, but it was. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's literally red dye and, and, and a whole bunch of sugar and a water. whole bunch of sugar and water. Is it? The, and that's what kind of saying Gatorade is. But it got more sodium. Yeah, in it, is what you're saying. Exactly. Well, so one more ingredient. It tastes worse. It tastes worse. Hey, look at it. The Kool Aid. <laughs> So, I mean, if you if you make it right, you right. know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what it is. That side of the community. Look, what's your favorite uh, flavor of Kool Aid? Red. There you go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> For those who don't know, that's a trick question. If you say the actual flavor and not the color, we know you don't drink Kool Aid. What's the, what's the everyone's favorite flavor? Is the actual flavor is fruit punch. No, it's tropical punch. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Because the yeah. trick is what the tropical punch is red, but it's in a blue, blue packet. packet. Yep. 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 I'm right. not mine. Let me, let me, I'm black. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Hey, red Kool Aid. Nah, fruit punch and chop, but the tropical punch. I don't want none of that because it's not red. The packet yeah, is not red. It's, not it's red. like, oh, okay. <laughs> you don't know. Right. Tropical punch be the one that don't be there because yeah. everybody be buying. Exactly. Look. <laughs> You know what's funny? I haven't had Kool Aid in years. That's a good thing. Kool Aid yeah, is terrible. It is. It's literally it's, sugar and water. Right. It's liquid <laughs> diabetes. Drinking sugar. But... <laughs> As yeah. my man said, the the um the disease is not in the rest. It's in the recipe, not the uh, genetics. Yeah. 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 Everybody passed down eating all these chitlins. See, if you if you come from a family where chitlins be at Thanksgiving, yeah. you need to exercise. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you need to you need to exercise. Look, I'm gonna touch. Um, <laughs> What? When I when I do my my the my my uh, episode where I'm going to talk okay. about yeah we'll talk about how yeah. where eating habits come from and how that history can you know play a role in why some of y'all are at that in that seventy five percent you know what I'm saying I'm just, look if you've seen yeah. chitlins at the last five Thanksgivings okay you need to go to the gym yeah. right now I'm just letting you know do y'all know what chitlins are like real talk like that we got to get into that like I was trying to save that one but do y'all know what chitlins are intestines you are not supposed to eat anything's intestinal tract like let's be clear you're not supposed to eat the intestines like that's the stuff they use to break down other things break down they stuff yeah there. you eating them like what and it's a pig ones at that yeah they eat anything Ugh. oh my pigs goodness. are literally bottom feeders like pigs will eat other pigs will eat other pigs yeah like yeah. anything they ground up and put in slop is what pigs eat. look that's there's a whole slop we ain't even gonna get in there look there's a whole reason why people don't mess with pigs like yeah anyways oh uh, like, there's that like, too yeah you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> yeah 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 but um bring yeah. it back bring so it we back. don't want to get canceled right, right. yeah i, I was like look we i touch. know i know about the world war ii people we can't talk about them i'm pretty sure these people on the list too. Uh, okay all right all right because <laughs> the south park had a censor when they showed uh what's his name they had a whole censor for him look that censor was black no smoke we didn't cover 10 topics in five minutes Right. Hey, shout shout out to the diets. All right, you're drinking this Gatorade, it's nothing but sugar and water and dye yes, and dye, and you don't need none of that. All right, you'd be better off that. <laughs> I actually read an article. It was like you'd be better off just putting sugar in your water and drinking that. Like, that's that's wild. Like or sugar. I'm sorry, putting salt and sugar in your water and drinking that didn't Gatorade. Anyways, Jesus, that's that's a, that's a little bit of pain disrespect. The Gatorade. It is, and uh, you know what? I ain't gonna act like I ain't have my fair share of Gatorade because I definitely do. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know, it's it, as far as if we're talking about sports drinks and you're really trying to narrow down like hey i need a sports drink what's healthy for me gatorade is not in the yeah, they're also owned by a soda company i'm pretty sure they're owned by coke yeah yes and there it's a soda company yeah so what do you, you know just simple logic there i feel like when that deal has that always been they haven't always been owned by coke i don't think it might have been our whole life it might be i mean it, I, it, let me be clear i think when that deal happened i think i honestly think that the formula for gatorade changed because i feel like i and i hate to say it like that that could just me being you know young because i mean it definitely happened no, it's been our life. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, was say, I, was, I was eight when that happened. Yeah. yeah I was definitely drinking my share gator. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, dated myself. Anyways. <laughs> that's, that's all you yeah. know. We we I, I see the thing. We're gonna get back on track. Regardless, somebody said when something say 30, 40 years ago, they'd be thinking 1960, 70, right. it'd be nineteen ninety. No, no, no. <laughs> Yo, that's wild. They'd be like Oh, maybe they, maybe they, maybe they're right because I am almost thirty. So they must thirty forty years ago is the eighties and nineties. So they they're right. Oh man, oh, my goodness! But yeah, okay. So how bad Gatorade is terrible for you? Yeah. Okay, so, so I'll just run through the list real quick. So I, I'm not gonna get into each one. I was I just wanted to make sure I touch on Gatorade because I know that's the go to. But then you know you got your Gatorade, you got your Powerades. Again, Powerade. I feel I feel like it's also owned by Coke, which is crazy because it's be like why. Is it Pepsi? Yeah, usually they have their, you know, their, they yeah, got competing product. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so okay, I, let me rephrase that. I, but I, you know, I always thought Powerade and Gatorade the same thing. Powerade actually, I think, has more sugar than Gatorade, which is crazy because Gatorade got a lot of sugar. Anyways, um, 
So you got your Gatorade, you got your Powery, uh for people who then you start getting into the others, right? So you got um Man, You're right, it is Coke. That's what I, I they said got that. Both of them. Yeah, I was like which doesn't make sense. Why would you make a competing product when you own Gatorade? But it's like I'm a, I think so okay, well introduced in 19 is that Coke or is that Powery? That's Powery. Well, that's Powery. Okay. This so if Powery was introduced If Powery was introduced in 1988 and you procured Gatorade in 2001, so you had a product but I guess you just figured you couldn't beat the competition so you bought it. Yeah. That's you, how that works. Hey, man. Shout out to Facebook. They got both. Facebook Look. bought it when bought Instagram. <laughs> you can deal yeah. with this. Cuz I I ain't, I ain't gonna front. I did used to go back and forth between Powery yep, and Gatorade. Same, yeah. And then there's a uh, Propel. Yes, that? which is the next one I was about to get into. Okay, that, man, that's, that's not sugar. healthy either. That's sugar. Yeah, that's, that's not healthy sugar. either. <laughs> the bad part is Propel is actually clear, but there's actually dyes in there to keep it from changing color because they add stuff in there, which changes the color, but then yeah. they want to change it back to make it look more water-like. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, you you, yeah. sp- you spill Propel, it's about to be sticky. Yeah. Be very, it's nothing but sugar in there. Like You yes. can spill Gator and be like, oh, you spill Propel, it's going to be sticky everywhere. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, it's like you spill soda. Drinks not to drink. We already <laughs> at this point we like anything owned by Coke. Don't 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 look. Coke Coke is a great stop. Don't come for us. You look at it's yes, a great stop. They are great dividend stop. <laughs> Gatorade, uh, Powerade, Propel, all those are high in sugar, dyes, chemicals that you don't need to be consumed. They do have your sodium in it. So will they get the job done? Technically, yes, but they're giving your body a whole bunch of things that they don't need. Getting into the ones that you should drink, right? What's the first one on the list, Corey? The one I know, body armor. Body armor. I know you guys have seen this before because if you go to the grocery store now, body armor, especially Walmart, body armor is in there with the, you know, with the, with the Gatorades and the Powerades. If you go a little further down, it's in there with the, the you know, next to the water, uh, with the Dasani's. But it is a good... <laughs> Listen, because they had to come. Okay, so we're getting into finance here. We, Coke, we, oh, look, everybody, we, look, this is why it's such a great stock. They don't care what you drink. They say yeah. we own them all. By all the right? way, this is why it's a great stock. Genius it business. Look, they, look. they divert. <laughs> with, what my? You know, I'm ruining my questions about diversification. But <laughs> you know, just like how Amazon's and everything, Coke said, "Look, we, we got own you. It. We got you." That's what they look. But um, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm making an assumption here, but I feel like they actually had to come out with a healthier option than Powerade and Gatorade, which is probably how body armor became a thing. Like, I'm not about that. That's that's my assumption. If I got to clean it up on the next episode, I'll do so. But okay, sixty dollars. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Now we let me let me. Get my <laughs> Corey, just keep looking up stuff about Coke now. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. Um, but yes, body armor is significantly lower in sugar. It does have some dyes in it, but I think it's the the amount is significantly less. Um, I do know for a fact they use artificial sweeteners, so they do use your, your stevias, your splendas uh, to to add that sugar. So instead of sugar, you're getting those, right? So you still get that sweet flavor. And then on top of that, I think they start using organic products. So this is the switch between um, things, you know, the, the drinks that are bad for you for the, versus the drinks that are good, right? You, right. You, your Gatorade, you, you get what you get. Gatorade is more or less a... a, a a rehydrating soda, right? Powerade is a rehydrating soda. Propel is a rehydrating soda. Then you get into your body armors where it's more like, okay, these are the people who are a little bit more health conscious who are actually reading the backs of our bottles and trying to figure out what's in there. So they're using their organic products. So a lot of um, electrolytes can actually be included in um, natural um, and in natural ingredients. One of those ingredients being organic coconut water. So I believe body armor is actually using organic coconut water in their product to deliver the electrolytes versus having a chemical compound distributing the electrolytes and you know the gatorade and the powder right. so that difference right there right is a healthier option if you even i think even if you even hold up um body armor next to 
Gatorade calorically, I think it'll be less, right? It should be less. Right. Let's put it that way. So you're getting less calories, still getting the sodium and sodium, magnesium, um, calcium, and I'm missing the P. Potassium. Thank you. In my head. Look. <laughs> uh, sodium, magnesium, calcium, potassium that you need um, as well as in a healthier option. So that is the number one uh healthy option on the list actually i'm sorry this list is an inverse order body armor is technically number three i put it at number one because it's probably the one that you'll recognize uh the next is a company called roar organic and as you can see they advertise the healthy in their name because they're called roar organic this is a a um a sports drink that also again this one has so if i remember correctly roar organic has no dye in it at all okay right so now we're getting back to those core ingredients of giving specifically what your body needs to then rehydrate itself and get back on track right so you got your your water your sodium uh some form of sweetener so i think they're also a uh a splendor or a stevia you know artificial sweetener option and then you have a um again using those electrolytes using some type of organic option of coconut water or something of that nature right so as you get into your healthier options they're just each one is just pulling back an additional layer of unnecessary ingredient included right. right so as you can probably imagine body armor tastes a lot different from powerade and gatorade uh it is probably not the taste you expect however it will get the job done in terms of water retention and rehydration right which is the main purpose of having a sports drink if you're doing you know if you're drinking it for what it's supposed to be used for versus you know enjoyment right mm-hmm. um and then last but not least we have technically what would be one of the number one sports drinks out there is a is numa organic electro electrolyte sports drink and that is the name right and again getting back into those base ingredients of just uh water um this one might not even have the sweetener so okay. it might literally just be the water the electrolytes um in the organic the organic ingredients to give the um the electrolytes right, right. um all in fashioned into one so this is for our complete uh, our people who are uh, completely all about health and fitness and they don't want any of the extra additives. This is yours. Yes. You go get your Noma organic electrolyte sport drink and it will give you the same return. You might not get the, you know, the taste that you're looking for, but it'll definitely give you the return that you need um, in order to. That's a lot happening. <laughs> yeah. We got a game on the back. People don't watch YouTube. They, so it'd be perfectly fine. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just keeping a band. Hey, it? for the people it? who don't know, we, okay. So the day that we're recording this, the AFC championship is on in the background on mute and the colors are reflecting off the TV onto yeah. the wall. So it looks like we having a party in here. Yeah. Uh, but all, Well, it'll look different. It'll spice it up. But all three of you who watch this on YouTube, you'll be fine. <laughs> I, I, pro- I promise you. Hey. But, uh, but yeah, so those are the recommendations for healthy sports drinks. So the question was, what sports drinks should you drink and are they good for you? Sports drinks you should drink, uh, no more organic electrolyte sports drink, raw organic or body armor. Those are probably the top three recommendations. All of them are a water electrolyte compound, um, that will rehydrate, rehydrate your body and focus on water retention. Um, those other drinks that we are used to, um, you can use those, but they have a lot of additional ingredients that you necessarily shouldn't have, you know what I mean, in a sports drink. So are they good for you? If they, one, if they're used under those conditions, what are those two conditions, Corey? Whether the drink should be used. Yeah. If you're doing high, high, high exercise over an hour. Yes. Yes, sir. And then the second one. Yes. If you're dehydrated. Yeah. If you're, oh, okay. you're perspiring oh. a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah but I was, yeah. I was, I was the implied one. Because the whole, yeah, the whole yeah. point of the sports drink is to keep yeah. it from, you know, retention, right? Retention of the fluids, right? Yeah. So you got to expel those fluids to retain those fluids or to, you know, expel those fluids to have something that, to, you, need. To, that you need to get yeah. back to retain. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, ah, that pretty much wraps it up. Okay. 
All right, do you have anything else? No, sir. All right. On to the finance section. Let's get it. Finance section. Let's go. Okay. First finance question. Explain portfolio diversification. And that's the first part. And the second part is how would you prioritize which sectors to procure from versus which sectors to stay away? Yeah. Nope. I'm not doing portfolio diversification. I always say I'm not going to do it when people bring it up. (laughs) (laughs) I said it's too complicated. This is how complicated portfolio diversification is. As we sat here and just figured out who owns which one of these force (laughs) drinks, it just kept going Coke, 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 Coke. So, you know, Coke in general sells... They monopolizing the game. They don't. Well, yeah, that too. But they don't. Well, be careful. Uh, no, nope, nope. you gotta be careful when you talk about stocks and monopoly because oh. then they try to break them up. That's what okay. trying to do with Facebook and big companies. But anyway, I'm just you know, to tell you the truth. Gotcha. But I didn't. Sport Coca Cola generally serves bad drinks. Keep it a band. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't serve healthy products. But apparently, Body Armor is one of the healthiest ones. You know, they 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 own that. So yeah. <laughs> so as Jordan says, they uh they're double dipping. So portfolio diversification normally. That's let me say what we normally talk about, and then what it act it truly it truly is. Normal people talk about portfolio diversification. Jeez, these these words is you know got a lot of a lot of letters in them, yeah. a, lot, a lot of syllables. <laughs> we talk about diversification generally. People are just talking about your um, when it comes to investing in the stock market, diversifying there. But when it comes to your actual portfolio, that involves all of the sectors. So I'm going to try to explain them. From a stock standpoint, which most people do, then explain everything you can truly invest in, which is actually your entire portfolio. So when it comes to investing in something like a REIT, something like O, Realty Income, which is the ticker symbol O, right, which is a REIT, a real estate investment trust, that is a subpart of the equities or stock sector. When you when you have ownership in something, that's called equity. So stocks, that is also known as the equity sector or equity part of your portfolio. Most people just consider that when they talk about diversification. However, then there's actual real estate you can invest into. Mm. So if you're asking me, well, do I equate all these percentages? It depends on if you're paying somebody to do this for you or not. <laughs> if you are paying someone, then I assume that's the... Excuse me. That's the service you're gonna get. Right. I don't. I, I don't. You don't. When you pay me, it's only fifty dollars. I'm not doing these percentages. <laughs> okay. So it's like, do you balance your tangible real estate properties with the REITs you invest into? Man, I don't know. <laughs> you know. I mean, like, you you should because that's the you know truly what it is. But I mean, like, I would say it's okay if you don't because that's a lot of math. I would assume you know the bigger companies you know, have tools that can, you know, balance all out for you. But that, I mean, your REITs, that's the, that's an equity. That's a stock. I mean, you go to, go to um, Robinhood, Fidelity, Vanguard and buy that. I don't think you can buy property on Robinhood and Vanguard, but you know, you know, that's, <laughs> to our knowledge. Yeah, that's, that's Zillow, et cetera. Right. Those type of things. So those the same, it's different sectors, but you know, it's the same type of thing as far as diversification in your portfolio, because it's still real estate. 
Okay, so if we're talking about stock market, let's do that because that's, that's easier. There's something called GICS. I'm pretty sure I went over this in the Investment 101, but that's episode 13. That's literally almost three times ago. But um, so there are GICS, the Global Industry Classification Standard, hmm. that they, I don't know, that's a set of people, but they determine what the actual sectors are in our stock market. Okay, there are 11 of them or 12. I don't know. I'm going to run them off and whatever number I get to, you know, that's what it are. But, you know, it's materials. <laughs> Industrials, energy, telecommunication, consumer discretionary, um, IT, consumer staples, um, real estate, like I said, healthcare, financials, and industrials. Did I say industrials? Energy, industrials, materials. Yeah. I think I already said it. There's one more that I forgot. Okay. okay. But those are the 11. I know they're like, that's the last, the last one. Those are the 11 ones. When you see like a heat chart, <coughs> excuse me, you see a heat chart. That isn't the uh, the sectors. That's uh, those are like the subsectors. It's like hundreds of those, if not thousands of those. And then it's like Apple and Microsoft on a heat chart. That map, they're not going to be in the same section, okay? Because Apple is like essentially in home IT stuff versus Microsoft is more like corporate type of things. Ah, who cares? Okay, that's just how they break that up. I'm talking about the GICS, the official one, the Wikipedia. When you actually look on these sites, when you talk about VGT, Vanguard's um, IT sector ETF or uh, VDIS, Fidelity's consumer discretionary um, sector ETF, th those ones, those ones, okay? That's what I'm talking about right then and there. Um, so Apple and Microsoft are both in the IT sector. Somebody like Tesla, they are in the consumer discretionary sector because they are technically a car company. However, they're a tech company, but the actual sector they are in is consumer discretionary. Mm -hmm. They're also over there with Amazon, okay, and Nike, and Target, and Ford, and Starbucks, and McDonald's, Look, okay? If, if there was a quiz for this, this would be the one that I, listen, talk about failing, because <laughs> whatever you, <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're yeah. not going to guess what, based off of the product, you would figure you'd be able to guess the sector, yeah. but they don't always align. Yeah, and Lowe's and Home Depot, okay? this these I don't know why they put these places there, right? But these are the particular sectors. So when it comes to diversification in the equities subpart, right, of your portfolio, this is what mainly people are talking about. You have those 11 sectors, obviously, so if you were to be evenly in them, right, that's 111, right, 1 over 11. So that's just under 10% that you would be if you were to be evenly exposed into those. Obviously, you invest in what you understand. It's okay not to directly invest in all of those. If you want to get you something broad like VU, VOO, or VTI, the S&P 500, or the total stock market, respectively, ETFs, that's what you do. You'll be exposed to all of those sectors. Naturally, our economy is uh, we're like a 25% to 30% in the IT sector. That's, that's, that's what the, the stock market, S&P 500, is made up of. If you do something like QQQ, that's like 40. That's heavy in tech, so that's going to be close to 50% tech. Dow Jones, man, they're going to be materials. Did I say materials, industrials, materials, I think that energy. might have been the left off one. <clears throat> I left off materials. Okay, I'm like, I know I left off one. Anyways, um, so that that's just how our economy is set up. So it would make sense that you would be, quote, unquote, overly exposed in the tech sector from an even percentage standpoint because that's how our economy is naturally set up when you look at something like the S&P 500. Um, and then so, uh, let me see. Yeah, explain it yet. So then, um, so then you sh I would say you should be no more, the numbers I've heard is no more than, crap, I forgot about this part. Then there's large cap, mid cap, small cap. I was like, <laughs> I know I was getting something. And international, okay? So those are, well, obviously international, right? Not United States. Obviously, if you're outside the United States and United States international, always remember that. But Outside your home yeah, territory. Where, where, yeah, 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 whatever dollar you're using. 
or not dollar currency, should I say? The dollar is it, anyways. So the dollar <laughs> is the U.S. dollar. Nothing, you know. But um, so large cap is ten billion plus, mid cap is two billion to ten billion, and then uh, small cap is three hundred million to two billion valuation of those companies okay so then you can diversify inside of those as well so you can do the size of companies and the particular sector they're in this is a lot i know this is why they invented etfs and they recommend they as in me and most people you get into the broad ones like vu vti qqq whatever so you can get a lot of exposure not to do all this research don't get out here and create your own etf with single stocks it's been cheaper if you just buy the etf mm-hmm. there's likely an etf out here or mutual fund whatever index fund whatever you want to call them that already exists that mirrors the type of investing strategy you're trying to implement okay so it's just cheaper to buy those anyway don't recreate the wheel yeah y'all. don't recreate roll the wheel. With it. Roll yeah. With it. <laughs> yeah, don't don't get out here and own all 500 stocks that are in vu at the same percentage as vu you know how much money that is <laughs> assuming that you bought one 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 full share if you did fractional share investing that mirrored VU, you should just buy you should just buy VU. Exactly. Okay, that's how that works. But yep, so um, that's diversification inside the equity sector, which most people, including myself, are talking about when they're saying diversify your portfolio. They're saying, and then, oh God, this is what I don't like doing because it's, it's so many, <laughs> it's like it's freaking calculus, all these derivatives. Then on top of that, there are funds, so essentially mutual funds, index funds, ETFs, and then there are single stocks. Then that's how you diversify with those too, right? Bonds as well. So how much you should be in bonds, how much you should be in single. <laughs> this this is what this is what I always say I don't want to do it, right? Because <laughs> my brain remembers this other thing too. It's like one more yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah, this is all just in the equity sector. Right? I haven't brought up any of the other things that you can put in your portfolio. Okay, so this is when it comes to investing in the quote unquote stock market only you can have single stocks or non-single stocks and then bonds right then you can have all the 11 sectors that i mentioned again gics global industry classification standard if you want to look that up that you can invest into as well then you have large cap mid cap and small cap and international then you have global which is u.s and international so that i just put that sort of with the international one international stuff okay if you want that lvmh that louis vuitton moet hennessy that i talk about you're investing in that i believe volkswagen group should be public but if you want to invest in volkswagen and audi and bugatti the the, per, the people who own all that that's volkswagen group that's your international stuff right there okay i would either choose the etf route but if you're going to do something we're trying to get in single stocks anything if you have never invested in four anything over five is just too much because the one thing people miss with investing again compound interest which you're trying to take advantage of when you're starting out and you're investing, the main reason you have money is the money you put in and invest, also known as your savings rate. The, the amount of compound interest you gain doesn't really matter because compound interest impacts you as time goes on. So the shorter time period we have, the less we care about the compound interest. That's why I talk about getting on the budget and all this other type of stuff, because the more money you put in early on, the higher percentage you're going to have of having more money further down the line. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's how the math works. Don't blame me. Then you Cause you're not you're not gonna um, you're not gonna beat me on that. I assume I've done a lot of math, but like as as long as it keeps you know working out that way, the compound interest is gonna need you to put in as much money as you can up front so it can take advantage. That's when it comes to Coast Five, where essentially you can hit your desired number and not make any more contributions. That's gonna be mainly because of how much money you put in and how fast you put it in, not due to the compound interest that you gained. Right. Okay. So let's let me be clear on that for you guys. Stupid. Y'all upset on me. 
<laughs> okay. So that's the equity sector. Okay. I'm going to run it back real quick. You got single stocks, you got bonds, you got mutual funds, you got ETFs, index funds, right? You got those 11 sectors. Then you have large, mid, small, and international, well, large, mid, and small cap, and the international and global. Okay. All those things you can put money into. How should you diversify in that? I wouldn't recommend looking at everything intentionally being in it. I recommend getting, like I said, in some VU and some BTI and some large, broad ETFs that cover either most of the stock market, S&P 500, or all of it. And then look inside those ETFs that you're in. Let the professionals, which they are, even though, you know, the ETFs beat out, they say, I mean, I don't know, the, the mutual fund people say they beat out the ETFs, ETF people say they beat out the mutual funds. Mm. Anyways, perfe- <laughs> you know. Somebody lying. Yeah, so, so, so I, I, this is why I tweet this every day. Somebody, y'all lie too much for me. Okay, but um, let, you know, BlackRock, Vanguard, Fidelity, those professionals at these investment places who have, you know, ETFs and mutual funds, you can look and see their positions. So look at these professionals and how they have allocations set up in these ETFs that you're in, and then pick those single stocks. In short, if you like tech, then you should get some QQQ, then you should probably also get some Apple and Microsoft. Mm. That's just a, a simple, simple logic. The great thing about Apple and Microsoft, it's also going to be in Vue. It's also going to be in VTI. So you should probably get some Apple and Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to me when Apple over $200 when the year close out. I need to be over $200 when I'm in that joker. But you Maybe. know what I'm saying? It'll be it'll be put like this. It'll be there one day. I can, prom- I can promise you that. If it's not, it's going to be a significant issue. I'm going to be recording <laughs> a different phone, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, get, that's why people recommend you get into the ETFs, not only from the standpoint of getting your money growing and you get all of that diversification in your portfolio right then and there because you'll be in all these different sectors. Then you get to see what companies are actually driving your portfolio. And then those would be the companies that you would invest into. Obviously, you know, do your research, et cetera, et cetera, because single stocks are more risk than something like an ETF. Okay, so that's just equities. Fortunately, I am nowhere near well versed in the other ones. So that's going to be, it's going to, because it's two minutes, it's going to be a lot quicker. So then a hot two minutes. That's the best of how much time I got, too. <laughs> All right, so the other sectors, and they're, this is why I don't like doing this. Okay, so there are, is cash, mm-hmm. okay? Now, cash is the cur- the cash or the currency of the country you were in, okay? So if you got $10,000 in the USD and you in Mexico, you now got $10,000 in an international currency because now the asset, the asset is switching classes now, okay? Mm-hmm. Just a short answer for that. But you got cash. Then you have fixed income slash bonds. I know I mentioned bonds with equities, but people, you know, you can buy. Right. Remember, I was talking about the REITs, the real estate. Okay. Okay. I mean, this is not my fault. Okay. You got fixed income or bonds. Then I said you got the equity sector, right? Stocks. And then, because I have the shout out to Investopedia for this, then you have the next one, which is the last one. It's called alternative investments, which is everything I did not name. <laughs> you put your crypto here, you put your real estate, et cetera, et cetera. Now they're coming out with crypto ETFs. What do y'all want me to do? I'm out here in the world with you. Don't be asking me all these questions. Put your money in what you understand because you can't afford the time to market. You can't afford to be out. And if you understand that stuff, then go. One more time. Put what? your money where? Or where you understand. Okay. Yeah, I mean, right. I, you know. Crypto ETFs did not exist five years ago. What do you want me to do? They just came out last year, I think. Listen, <clears throat> stop putting your, if you don't understand it, don't invest in yeah, it. Logically, should, that yeah, don't make sense. Should I get this crypto ETF? What do I recommend? They should at least have five years. See, I've already, I've already said this before. 
Stupid. Don't play with me. I already said you need to. I prefer ten, but each you know each platform is different. How much information they give you, but at least five years. If it ain't been out five years, they gonna ask me. Remember, I told y'all not to. Let me pull up Robin Hood real quick. <laughs> How much is it, Rob? Let me let me see the all. Let me see. Look, it's trying to be tricky with it. Robin Hood down 63.78 percent all time. All time. And it only came out last year. I told y'all. Now, let's be clear. They be playing on the internet. See, they be getting a pump up. All right. And that's, see, Robin Hood was on the internet. They was on my timeline mm-hmm. about the first week. And since that first week, they've been going straight down. Now, it's at 1273. Should I buy it? I mean, you think Robin Hood going to go out of business? No. Remember, no. I talk about Robin Hood's a brokerage. Here, think about the simple logic. Can you invest in Vanguard or Fidelity? I don't even know if you can. So, if Robin Hood is essentially that type of... Yeah. Also, too, if the if it's a brokerage, what do brokerages really have? What do brokerages really have, Jordan, in their portfolio? In their portfolio, mm-hmm. retirement accounts. If they, okay. where's where's the Roth and traditional in the four hundred one k? Gotcha. Because that's Fidelity and Vanguard. They got they got a whole bunch of money. So you should ask me what type of products they offer. I just they, I got you. I got you. What type of products do they offer, Jordan? Retirement accounts. There we go. They offer retirement <laughs> accounts. But that's what's in their portfolio as a company. But it's like. If, if Fidelity or Vanguard go out, everybody retirement gone. Yeah. And that, you know, so, I, you know, they getting every two weeks. You remember that 401k match I'll be talking about? Right. Which I just remembered. Y'all be bitching and moaning about getting this 401k match, which is dollar cost averaging and setting and forgetting. But when I tell you to do that in your prefer- personal portfolio, you complain. Don't start with me. Stupid. 401k, 403b, whatever, your pension, whatever it is, that's dollar cost average and setting and forgetting. That's what that's exactly what that is. So I recommend you do that in your personal portfolio too. Because that's what y'all want. I want this match. I want this match. You want the match to do what? DCA, dollar cost average. And not worry about how the market's doing, right? Because right now it's bleeding. Okay. You don't worry about that. You just you don't even know. Set it and forget. But then when I tell you to do that personally, that's would be in the Roth IRA conversation, personal brokerage account. Well now we got issues. Now see, we got to go on vacation. Y'all got to get that match. Uh-oh. I don't know what y'all doing. Yeah, see, you you, you got to get the match. Look, I told y'all, yeah. look, I'm going to use your own stuff against you. I got to get my match. I know. You want a dollar cost average and set it and forget. Do that with your personal money too. Oh, 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 oh. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. You don't You don't even realize you be defeating your own self with your own argument. Remember, you got to be smart enough to know you dumb. That's why we have the error section. Okay? So don't play with us. We we mess up. We know we All mess up. All the time. Up. Yeah. Okay. So then, like I said, you, so you got cash, you got um, fixed income slash bonds, you got equity slash stocks, and you got alternative investments where you can put your um, real estate, you can put your crypto, you can put your foreign currency, all these different things. Because if you look up the sectors, like, I mean, the asset classes, mm-hmm. you can get a list and on, on the list. You can get a link list. Jordan know what that is. Yeah. You can get a link list. It's very, it is a... Uh, Remember when I show you LVMH, the Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy, and it's had all those people? Yeah. That's what you can get. <laughs> you get something crazy long. So that's Investopedia's, um, the four they use. I think alternative investments is just a good blanket for anything that isn't. Everybody knows what stocks are and bonds and cash. If it's not one of those, just put it under there. So the question is, how much should I be in each of these sectors? Well, an even percentage would be 25% because there are four of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, obviously, you don't want to have 25% in cash. That's a lot for your portfolio slash your net worth. How your percentages should be managing this is different as you get older in age and not from a risk tolerance standpoint, but in the sense of it makes sense the younger you are, 
the more of your portfolios in this cash section and the least of it is in the equity stocks or real estate section because you just haven't had the time to accumulate that cash and do asset reallocation and take that cash and make it less liquid and put it into another investment. The less liquid it is, generally the higher percentage chance it has to get more ROI slash it's more risky. I mean, there's a whole formula for that. But in short, all you have is cash. You make minimum wage, right? You work at Burger King, you're in high school. All you have is money, mm-hmm. right? But then as time goes on, right, you make more money, you start investing, and things continue to compound. You get into real estate, crypto, et cetera. And then so as you get older, less of your portfolio should be in straight up cold cash, you know, in the bank. Right. And more of your portfolio would be in one of these other sectors. That's the general rule how, how, it, how it should work. As time goes on, your portfolio should be less cash heavy and more stock slash real estate heavy in short. Obviously, you have a business. You know, that's that's under here, too, as far as alternative investments. Businesses have cash, but they can also own stock. They accept, you know what I mean? But business, right. they think about, so if I think if I'm Bill Gates, right, I own Microsoft, like, as, like, literally, like, as one of my businesses. Right. But then it's also in my personal portfolio. It's like, that now, I don't yeah. know, y'all. Then on top of that, we were talking about Coke, but I think Amazon is the best example. When you invest in Amazon, you're in the consumer discretionary sector. You are by definition, as I say, but you know, Amazon also has tech, they are in healthcare, they're in food. So that doesn't mean when everything. everything. So when that consumer discretionary, or sometimes you might hear say a consumer defensive on on uh, Robinhood, you'll see something different for consumer discretionary and something else, but it's all, it's all the same thing. They just have a different name for it. But just because the consumer discretionary sector went down doesn't mean Amazon went down because they still have all these different that Amazon's cloud AWS has nothing to do with consumer discretionary at all. It just happens to be that's where it's under. Okay, so that and that's that's where the heat heat maps come into play where you can have a better definition of the type of company it is, but that's not the GICS. So when you're looking at the more standard one, a VGT for a Vanguard uh, tech ETF, a VCR, consumer discretionary ETF for Vanguard. When you're looking at those, Amazon's not going to be in the tech one. Now, they might be in a different tech type of ETF, but not the GICS one or the standard classification one. They're not going to be there. And obviously, again, there's 11 of those. It's easier to manage that percentage versus subsectors where it's hundreds of those. Obviously, you can't you can't evenly diversify. I mean, you can math, but you know, you're not going to be able to do that too hard to maintain. Right. So, yep. The way you should manage your personal portfolio as far as when it comes to stocks or the equity sector, invest in what you understand. Everybody under, hopefully everybody understands that. <laughs> All right. Invest in what you understand. Then as you essentially buried entry, which is the last thing I'll do, the, the lower buried entry, the more likely you'll be in it. And it's, I would say it's probably what you should do first, but I mean, the barrier of entry is lower. The barrier of entry is usually higher in real estate. However, you can make use of REITs, Mm. which have a lower barrier of entry, okay? You can get you some real estate, you know, exposure with a couple of dollars, right? But that's in the equity sector. They have Fundrise now, an app that allows you to invest in real estate with, you know, less money. But then it's also there, I think, pretty sure they IPO. So then you can invest in Fundrise, which is, I don't even know if they're a REIT, but you know, like now, Right. You see how things can get complicated. And so you try to make it as, you know, as least complicated as possible. At the end of the day, this is when your ROI comes into play. And what 
Second thing, mental makeup, understand what you're investing into, your risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as long as you're managing your risk tolerance properly, you're investing in what you understand, you're getting your ROI. The diversification really doesn't matter because at the end of the day, diversification is highly subjective as far as what you should be in. Okay, because if you're not getting your ROI that you want and or your risk tolerance is a, what you're in is too risky for whatever yours is, you're in the wrong investments. That's the actual answer. There you okay. Go. Some people don't own stocks that don't pay dividends. I can't tell right, how, how much should I be in dividend stocks, right? They're right. single or dividend. Like, goodness gracious. That's why I talk about the ROI. So mainly I say how much you should put in, right? A month, right? Mm-hmm. 15% of your gross, what you make a month. And that 10% ROI. I say, you're doing that. Then we good to go. I don't, I don't know what each person should do that for as far as a blanket statement. Because it's, it's too many, especially now, especially now. It's too many options. And now, now we got the metaverse. Don't talk about when's that question coming up. It's not coming up probably no time soon unless one of y'all ask. But now we got the metaverse. I don't know how that's going to work. How, yeah. how should you be diversified when it comes to your internet portfolio in the metaverse? I don't freaking know. I'm, I'm out here with y'all learning right. day by day. So I act in the pool just like everybody man, else. You know what I'm saying? Listen, people talking about they buying real estate in the metaverse and it's expensive. Yeah. I'm like, well, how, how y'all getting there? Look man, at that. I'm putting my IT hat on. Somebody gonna delete y'all stuff. <laughs> I'm but just saying. You, you, can't, you can't do that, Corey, because it's unique. Block, block, blockchain. Let's be for all the IT people. You know, if it's on, the, if it's on, if the second it touch a computer, it can be eliminated. Everybody, we all know that. Yes. As we know, security don't exist. It's called risk mitigation. It is. It Listen, we shouldn't have said that. Uh, but for those hey, who know, y'all know they don't I got secure. a whole degree in cyber. I look, nothing is safe. If it, they don't if secure can, nothing. No more. If it's online, yeah, nothing online is safe. Gone. It's gone. Look, so that's why I'm like, when you know what the number one rule is for keeping stuff secure? Don't put it on the internet. internet. Real talk. The, the most secure systems don't touch the net. <laughs> I forgot. See, for the, Jordan had more. I did the security a little bit, a little under a year because Jordan got a degree in it. But it's like, yeah, they tell you it's like, in all honesty, if it's on here. We just got to make sure we do risk mitigation. We make sure if when the breach happens, right. we can say we did everything at that time exactly. and the bad guy was just better, which is the case. But we can't have a vulnerability that's been out here for five years, not patched. Right. We can't do that. Yep. That's that's bad risk mitigation. Yes. <laughs> right. Because then when you lose your, you know, the bank gets hacked, right? Like Target or something like that. You They got to say they had everything patched. Right. Gonna send out a little, you know, they're going to have like a $100 million settlement to 100 million people. So you get that dollar check in the right. mail. <laughs> Right, type of exactly. thing. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. it for that for diversification. Again, like I said, it's highly subjective as far as how many asset classes there truly are and what you should be in. At the end of the day, your risk tolerance, whatever that is, you need to make sure you don't exceed that. Then on top of that, whatever you need for your savings rate to hit however much money you want to have, you need to be hitting that on a monthly basis, and then you need to get hit your ROI. If you're not doing, if you're, if you're not doing one of those three things, it doesn't matter. Because you're not getting how much money you need. Right. Okay. You're not investing how much money you need to invest. Right. And your risk tolerance is too high. You can edge on the risk tolerance because then, you know, if you're getting your ROI and you invest in the right type of money, then your risk tolerance might be a little bit higher until we end right now where everything is red and then you trip and you sell, right? You sell, you know, buy high, sell low type of thing. So, yep. That's it for that. Locked and loaded. Fitness recap. Let's get it. Uh, what was the fitness question? Drinks, sports drinks. Yes, sir. So it was. I, I just want to make sure I read it correctly. Other it questions. Was, yeah. Okay. It was what sport drinks? What sports drinks should you drink, and are they good for you? Sports drinks that you should drink in this order: Noma. I'm gonna make sure I say this right. It's in. So the spelling is N O O M A. 
okay organic electrolyte sports drink okay Roar Organic Sports Drink or Body Armor. I think those are the, some of the three uh, healthiest available on the market. But you just want to make you drink. Make sure you're drinking the sports drinks that uh, have water in it, have sodium in it, or some other form of electrolytes for water retention. And if you need uh, the the sweetener, some type of artificial sweetener, right? But if you don't need it, that's 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 the basic uh, necessities of a sports drink. Everything else you see is extra. So try to avoid those, uh, sports drinks that cover that. All right. Sports drinks again should only be used in conditions such as exercising for an, over an hour of intense exercise or experiencing high level express. I'm sorry, not or, and experiencing high levels of perspiration. Okay. So not just one or the other, both. Okay. Intense workout, hour long, high sweat. Cool. Cool. Yep. Cool. All right, then. And then the finance one, let me make sure I actually answered the question. I'm thinking about it. Like, did I answer it? Explain portfolio diversification. How would you prioritize which? Ah, see, I missed one. Which yeah. sectors to. No, I did say which one. Yeah, you said yeah, which so as, you, as your income, in, you know, as you get older. Right. There we go. That's, yeah, okay. I was like, let me make sure I didn't yeah, directly. You told them to stay away from stuff they don't understand. Oh, yeah, that yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what he was looking for. Yeah. But yeah, the recap. So yeah, yeah. portfolio diversification, four main sectors cash, right? Fixed income slash bonds, same thing. Fixed income bonds, same thing. Equity slash stocks, equity stocks, same thing. Okay. And then alternative investments. That's everything I did. Did not name okay so real estate crypto foreign currency everything else that is out there is too many things now how do you prioritize which one you should be in as essentially you get older you should be less in cash and more of these other sectors that you understand mainly though when it comes to investing your roi how much money you're getting on a year-over-year end basis then your savings rate which is how much money you're putting towards or investing mm-hmm. each month each year however you want to look at it from a year monthly standpoint and the third thing is your risk tolerance roi savings rate risk tolerance you need to check all those boxes that's that's what you should only invest in not only but you know those should be the three foundational things right. am i gonna get my roi am i going to be able to invest you know enough into this where it's actually worth it right. from an roi standpoint because now we're talking about math now when a savings rate and roi and then on top of that is the risk tolerance, you know, does it fit my risk tolerance, my risk profile or not? Right. Because obviously, you know, you invest a thousand dollars into real estate, you know, the risk tolerance might be good and all the numbers might check out. But, you know, the ROI on that is going to be like three mm-hmm. percent. I recommend you put a thousand dollars somewhere else. OK, you, see, you guys see. Right. And then, you know, depending on what type of investment it is. Right. You can put up 10K and get a 300 K, right, investment property, right? So it's all that stuff comes into play. But yep, those are the three main things you should be looking at when you're doing your investing and portfolio. Let's go diversification. Yeah, Jordan's like, he didn't give me that information before. Look, yeah. <laughs> I got to tell by the way you were looking hey, at me. I was, I, was, I was taking notes, taking mental notes. He's talking, I was like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I can do a, that. Can it's do. okay. It'll be permanently on the internet in about 10 minutes. Look at that. You know, as long as, as long as we can get there, it'll forever be out until somebody yeah. comes and deletes it. As right. we said, you can do. Right. All right. But uh, yeah. it's not safe. Look at that. <laughs> Where can they find you at, Corey? Sideline underscore Corey. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can follow Jordan at... Stop Stalling J. That's S-T-O-P-S-T-A-L-L-I-N-G-J-A-Y on pretty much everything. Business page. Business page. Finally Fit 06. That's F-I-N-A-L-L-F-I-T 06 on IG, YouTube, and Facebook or www.finallyfit.live where you can get your $60 monthly subscription which will give you two online virtual workouts, uh, weekly challenges, a monthly check-in with me so we can make sure we're setting your goals and hitting those milestones as well as access to our virtual library for our classes, okay? Check us out. Now, Corey, 
I'm Corey. If I need to figure out how I can get my uh, portfolio under control, right? Hey, <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. If I need to figure out how to get my money so I can get that under get, control get, so I yeah. can put it into my portfolio, yeah, how can so I do you that? Come to me. I mean, you know, you can do what you want because you're paying me money. Do what you want. You can ask for the services you want. I'm about to start restructuring my pricing so hey. I can start gouging you off for more money to tell you the truth because, you know, you can't just get the investment advice. Hey. Now that I think about it, how much money should I charge you for making you a whole bunch of money? <laughs> Hmm. Anyways, though, not yet. Linktree is on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Should I keep? I should know if it's on TikTok or not. I because I keep saying, but it is definitely on Instagram and Twitter. My Linktree is there. You'll see the pricing option: twenty dollars for you know essentially an ad hoc call, one hour, or fifty dollars a month, and that is for one one hour meeting a week. You don't have to use all the meetings, but that's what you pay for. Then on top of that, if Jordan again and myself need to take some advertisement classes and that didn't make any sense, go to YouTube, Corden in full effect. All the videos will have all of our pertinent information that we just dispensed to you. Those yes. links are correct. We know because we checked, but we have not checked recently. And by recently, we haven't checked since we first posted them. Right. Anyways, <laughs> we also have the 100 mile Nike run challenge yes 100 mile nike run challenge please 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 get out here and get your butt moving all right 100 miles 100 days we started this at the beginning of 2022 30 days into the challenge yeah. so you know hopefully that means you're roughly about 30 miles in i understand it's cold you know what i mean it, i'm at 3.8 look at <laughs> It's, it's snowed the yeah. last three weekends. The, what, look, as we're stating, literally as we're stating this, there's, there's snow on the ground outside. Yeah. All right. So I understand that it's cold and it's hard to do so. But, you know, that just might mean you, need, you have to get an extra mileage on the back end. But that's fine. Uh, the whole point is creating sustainable, healthy lifestyle habits. So if you would like to get this work in with us, there is a link for this challenge and all the youtube videos yes not all of them you know right since this has been mentioned and we're doing this challenge all the way until april so please come get it in with us all right we're walking we're running we're crawling however you want to do your cardio you can do your cardio but i you know sustainable healthy lifestyle right the goal is to get you to the point where this is not just something you're doing for a challenge but it's something that you recognize that you can do every day remember 30 minutes five times a week for a total of 150 minutes, all right? This this um, challenge will help you build that habit, right? You see what we're doing? Everything meshes together, all right? Everything is done for a reason. Yeah, I'm it. just going to piggyback on Robinhood real quick. You see that net income right there? Net income? Minus yeah. one. That joint say minus 99,000.99%. They down $1.32 last <laughs> quarter. Quarter, well, technically quarter of 2021, the recent one. They haven't released their most recent quarter yet. Right. Yeah. No, let me not make up Robin Hood pick. I did make my Robin Hood pick. I told y'all I I don't recommend I recommend you pick Fidelity in real life. So I don't recommend you investing in the Robin Hood stock because then that takes a user off their platform, which obviously doesn't help their stock increase. But simple logic. If you can't, I try to figure out Fidelity and Vanguard, how to invest in them. I don't, I don't even know if you, you can. can. And if you can't, then why would you pick Robin Hood? Look. Somebody lying. Look, and it's probably not the ones that's been around for forever. It's not the so, one with your four hundred one k. I'm just. That's when I said it was real simple. They don't even got four. They don't got a four hundred one k or a Roth. What ty, what type of money do they have? I I know Fidelity and Vanguard is getting billions of dollars every right, two weeks. Right. I assume it's in the billions. It's whatever you know, five percent of the average. You know, 
it's what 60,000 60, household income 5% of that is 12,000 right a year so that's a thousand dollars a month right and yeah. then it's 300 million people let's just say two thirds of them is working so that's a thousand times 200 million a thousand times 200 million it's 200 billion it's 200 billion so to cut that in half it's getting a month I'm, getting I'm just rough guesstimate man right that's a lot of money Okay, and you know, I, I would want my company because remember when Robinhood had the issues right. with GameStop, the issue is when uh, we're going to clean. Well, it's over, but the issue is when they make that purchase, they use their money, right? So they can get you that price when you actually make the buy. That's a simple user retention. However, the less money that company has, the less volatility or the frequency they can deal with. You understand servers very well, but you know, they got less, they got less, essentially, they have less roads. On their um, less lanes on their road, so that means the more the, the more lanes they have, the more people they can have making a purchase at the same time, more traffic they can handle. That's and that's cash. But you know, the less they got, then the less less lanes they got. And y'all know, less lanes means more traffic. Mm-hmm. All right. You ever been on a two lane highway before when you're yeah. trying to get somewhere? That's crap's annoying. Look, anyway, look, I mean, it's twelve seventy three right now. I don't think Robinhood's going to go out of business, but companies do go back private. I, I would not be surprised they make that play. I'm just—they've been going down before the economy was going down. So good, good luck, good luck. Oh, however, you know, if Robin Hood get under ten dollars, I'm, I'm saying, I mean, because you know, they can't—you know—they can go to zero, but you know, right? It's kind yeah. Of, yeah, get, get to a point where all we can go is up. But if it start looking like a penny stock, you know, I just try to tell y'all. All right, that's it. Locked and loaded. Cause I just saw that number. I was like, "What is my neck? Why is it red?" And it's it just—it's yeah. like when you break on a video game or something. Right. All right, you have anything else? No, sir. We're good to go. It's over nine thousand. My bad. Don't say I never gave y'all no investing game. Hey. All right. So remember to save more and say less. Keep making better your best. And we will catch y'all in the next one.